Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. Yes, indeed. indeed, Bloomberg Markets. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. No, Carol, you, you go ahead. We have an oddity. It almost that? never happens. Our next guest is taller than me. Oh, my God. It can happen. Rick Fox is going to be with us, three-time NBA champion. Uh, but he's pretty passionate about esports, Corey. And we're going to get into all that. But first, it's the very latest in business news headlines from Bloomberg News anchor Charlie Pellet. All right. I thank you very much, Corey. Thank you, Carol Nasser. We've got the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They're all pushing higher. And an update on Irma from American Airlines. It now says it sees Miami flights at 50% of normal by Friday. Apple out with its most important iPhone in years, taking on growing competition from Samsung, Google, and a host of Chinese smartphone makers. CEO Tim Cook showing off the iPhone X today with an edge-to-edge screen during the event of the company's new $5 billion headquarters in Cupertino. Cook pronouncing the name 10, but it is written as X. Apple shares their trading lower now, uh, down by about six-tenths of 1%. Job openings did set another record in July, and with more on that story, here's Bloomberg's Vinnie Dale Judice. The Labor Department reports job openings nationwide totaled 6.17 million in July. That tops the prior month's record. The job openings and labor turnover report adds context to government payroll data with a one-month lag. Hiring also picked up in July, and the number of workers voluntarily leaving their jobs increased a vote of confidence in the economy and the labor market. Separately, the Census Bureau reports the poverty rate declined in 2016. Vinny Dale, Judice, Bloomberg Radio. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon says he would fire any employee trading Bitcoin for, quote, being stupid. The cyber currency will not end well, according to Dimon, who spoke today at an investor conference in New York. He predicted it will eventually blow up. He called it a fraud. S&P up six, a gain of three-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 12, up two-tenths of one percent. The Dow up two-tenths of one percent. Gold is down 40 cents. Little change there at 1330. The ounce crude oil up four tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you so much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio. Rick Fox is not on the run, but he did run to get here to talk to us today here at the Bloomberg Sports Summit here at the Bloomberg Bureau in Los Angeles and, and sitting next to me. Uh, Right now, Rick Fox, good to see you. Um, uh, good to be here. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, not, you know, you've had a terrific career in the NBA uh, and terrific success in the NBA and a long career in the NBA. But uh, uh, on the business side, uh, you're now involved in esports. Talk to me about what you're doing and, and what the business is for you. Well, in retirement, I obviously never lost my competitive uh, fire for competition. Uh, and that led me not only to, to, to uncover and discover what I think is the next generation of professional sports, which is uh, today's video game athlete that has found a way to not only compete out of joy, but also make a career and a living out of it. Uh, it is uh, heading closer and closer to what mainstream America would recognize as traditional sports. And uh, we've been, along with my partners uh, uh, at VVP, on the forefront of trying to forge this conversation forward and uh, uh, continue to grow this industry. You know, I find it fascinating that someone, right, who's played professional sports uh, so intimately as you have, uh, that you are kind of fascinated by these digital athletes, if you will. Well, I think it, it, for me, it, 
I've been a gamer, I guess you would say, since I was 10 years old myself. So the the passion for video games uh, kind of runs through my blood to begin with. It's where I found my my competitive fire before I actually found the game of basketball. Which really? Is, oddly enough, yeah. <laughs> it was the Atari 2600, just playing Pong and, and competing against myself and then also later against uh, my friends in the neighborhood. So uh, so competition is at its core when you talk about uh, eSports in general. For me, it was you know really connecting with my son for a long time in his life. He did not share the same passion I had for, for traditional sports when I pushed him through football and basketball and cross country and golf and every sport <laughs> I could possibly think of. Uh, he kept landing uh, with his video games with the desire, uh, as he is now today, uh, to make video games. He had the desire to make that his career. So, you know, the father in me could have could have done what uh, most parents do and say, put down the controller and get out of the house. I chose to sit down with him and actually speak that language with him. And it led really to uh, where, as he moved out to college here at Loyola Marymount uh, to go to school, uh, I decided to be more rocket fuel behind that passion of his, and it led me to discovering the esports uh, world and owning an organization. Does, is the business model different than what you've seen? I, mean, I find myself today talking to a lot of these these mm-hmm. team owners and, and other people about business models in sports, and I wonder how the business model in esports is going to, you know, what you imagine it's going to be, where the revenue is going to come from. Well, we're we're pretty bullish because uh, coming from sports, and my partners in general also come from sports. Stratus is. Uh, uh, you know, ran to San Jose Sharks. Also comes from tech. Uh, Ahmed Rosada comes from from the fintech Extra world. And, Network Associates, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a couple. Sign. You have a couple of gentlemen, and, and and Jace Hall, who built helped build Warner Brothers Interactive, which is their computer division and gaming division at Warner Brothers. We all saw saw what we believed was a parallel track to traditional sports, where you have owners and, and a game come together to create a, create a league. If we parallel that with the NBA or the NFL, uh, this is what is happening in esports. Publishers are uh, coming together with team owners, and they're creating leagues. Uh, and that those leagues lead to players, and players, as you know, can have fan bases, and uh, player, you know, young young individuals, men and women, want to become those players someday. So they start tracking their careers and following them, which creates media rights. When those media rights start to happen, then you have the sponsorships and the data and the analytics. So really, so all those really a pretty typical uh, sports business uh, model, minus yeah. the. The tickets, the seats. Well, and those are, I think those are on their way if we just, uh, if we look to what. And Stratton, by the way, should be good advice because he's got maybe the best Warriors seats of anyone. Yeah, doesn't he? He, he oh, sits, Carol, Stratton sits right next to the Warriors bench on the floor. Yeah, These are incredible seats. I call him the assistant coach. I, I say he has the best, the four best seats in all of basketball. I, I would agree with you. <laughs> and he sits right next to Ben Horowitz of Andrews and Horowitz. So there's lots yeah, of uh, venture fire warriors. But, but you, so you think tickets are, are also somewhere that, I think in the they're on their there. way when, when you're, when you see some of the world championships of, of esports being played in, you know, Staples Center and Madison Square Garden and the arenas that they're filling. Uh, we, we've seen and tracked the numbers in terms of viewership globally. Uh, they rival and, and surpass some of the traditional sport, uh, numbers we see in the NBA or, or Major League Baseball and other, other leagues. But, uh, yes, you're seeing Actual esport venues pop up in Vegas. Uh, Blizzard is going to create one here in Los Angeles uh, for their Overwatch League. Riot has a studio uh, down in uh, Santa Monica here. Uh, Riot's uh, owned by Activision, are, also, right? Uh, Riot, no, yeah. Riot. Riot is owned uh, independently, but Tencent Sorry, out okay. of China has a uh, ownership stake in, in in Riot. But yeah, Blizzard is is a behemoth. Uh, we 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 recognize them for their Overwatch, for Hearthstone, for you know. 
num- I could go on the list of games they make, but they're really focused right now on launching their Overwatch League. Uh, and as is Riot has been established in league now for seven to eight years, uh, seven, eight years here now, they, they're kind of like the leaders. Uh, but I, I love, I love what I'm seeing from other publishers. They're really taking an interest in creating their own esport expressions. Uh, it's, it's certainly an interesting time. We're going to talk a little bit more about that with some, uh, some people from Activision Blizzard actually later on today, but it's, uh, sort of the future of sports, Carol. Yeah. Video game. Fascinating. Uh, you know, and you look at the market size and the market growth. Uh, some of those numbers out there are pretty impressive. Rick Fox, three-time NBA champion, owner of Echo Fox, joining us from our LA bureau at the Bloomberg Sports Summit. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Let's get a check on your latest world of national news headlines. Once again, it's Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Carol. People in Miami Beach and parts of the Florida Keys are being allowed to return to their homes days after Hurricane Irma whipped through. But about half the state of Florida is still without power. Rob Gould with Florida Power and Light says many folks on the East Coast should be restored by Sunday. Others may have to wait up to 10 days. We understand what it means to be in the dark. We understand what it means to be hot and without air conditioning. And we are out there 24-7. This will not be just a daylight operation. We will be restoring power. Day and night. The White House says President Trump will visit Florida on Thursday. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell wants to pass the annual defense authorization bill this week. The nearly $700 billion measure calls for big increases in Pentagon spending, but those won't happen unless Congress raises budget caps. Bloomberg BNA senior congressional reporter Nancy Ignatovich says this isn't a new problem. All of the uh, members of the House and the Senate Appropriations Committees have been saying that they were going to have to have better numbers than what's provided by what we call the Budget Control Act, the Budget Law of 2011. Basically, if the Budget Control Act is followed, federal money in the coming fiscal year has to be cut by $5 billion. There's more on this at BNA.com. And an anti-terror operation at Barcelona's Sagrada Familia Cathedral is over. Police say it was a false alarm. Barcelona and a nearby coastal town were targets of extremist attacks last month that killed 16 people. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.